Have you heard the old saying, you must love yourself before you can love anyone else? People often share that as the ultimate friendship and relationship advice, but they don't provide any guidance on how to love yourself. It just leaves us feeling either defensive, like it was only our fault that our relationships and friendships failed, or it leaves us with more questions and answers. How do I love myself? What are the steps? Where do I get started? That's why I want to invite you to a three-day virtual conference, Love Yourself First, how to develop supportive friendships and meaningful relationships. For three days from February 10th to the 12th, join me and five other amazing coaches, experts, and professionals for this empowerment event. At this virtual conference, you'll learn the secrets to loving yourself so that you can create lasting connections that will enrich your life. Tickets are on sale now. If you use my promo code Patterns Special, you'll receive exclusive access to hidden special tickets. And these tickets are only available with my promo code. So get your tickets sooner rather than later. Also, because we know you'll want to share this love with a friend, if you buy two tickets in a single transaction, you'll receive a 50% discount on the second ticket. That's right, you'll receive half off the second ticket. So if your friendships and relationships are missing the joy, affection, and genuine conversation that you deeply desire, then you need to get your tickets for this three-day Love Yourself First conference. Reserve your space by going to alwaysloveyourselffirst.eventbrite.com. And don't forget to use the promo code PATTERNSSPECIAL. Once again, get your tickets at alwaysloveyourselffirst.eventbrite.com. And use promo code Patterns Special to get your special promo tickets. I'll see you there. Hey, what's going on? My name is Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. In this episode, I'm going to address the root cause of why we're having so much trouble making lasting friendships. Are you ready? Let's go. If you're having trouble making friendships, then you're not alone. Of course, there's a whole podcast about this. I've dedicated my life to talking about how difficult it is to make friends. And I think it's by design. Stay with me here on this short, short conspiracy theory that I have here. But stay with me. Most of our lives, we've been told that we need to look outside of ourselves to find something. Something. Just anything. We need to find what we're looking for outside of ourselves it's in the clothes you wear it's in the food you eat it's in your exercise routine it's in the car you drive it's in the place that you live it's in the religion that you practice whatever it is whatever you're looking for the connection it's outside of you and so naturally we'd want to look outside of ourselves to find our friendships because i mean other people 
are outside of us, how are you going to find a friend if you don't look for somebody outside of you, if that makes sense to you? But stick with me. Stick with me here. We're looking for fulfillment in other people. And society has told us in order to find said fulfillment, we have to watch what other people are doing, emulate them, and then we will be connected to them. So for me personally, I had this idea that I needed to just behave like everybody else and then I would be a friend, but it didn't work. It didn't work for me and I I don't believe it worked for millions of other people. We've been duped, we've been had, I'm mad. Aren't you mad? Come on, I wanted a friend and all I had to do was like what they liked. But the funny thing about it to me, now that I've gone through this process of understanding myself a little more, if I have to like what they like, and they're supposed to like what somebody else has told them to like, then who the heck is telling us what to like? They're all just sheeple. Okay, sheeple, I promise I won't use that word again. It's a funny word. But we're all just doing what we think we're supposed to do, and not what we're certain that feels good to us. And so we develop relationships and friendships with people on that level. We don't really like what we're doing, but we think they like what we're doing and we want them to like us. So we continue to behave the way we think we're supposed to rather than what we feel is right or what we feel is good or what we feel fulfills us. So the grand conspiracy theory that I'm talking about here is that society has basically told us you need to look outside of yourself to find you. Right now, I think there's a worldwide, worldwide relook, a change of view on this, where it's more, we're more being conscious of this idea that we need to look within ourselves instead of outside. We need to think about what really feels good to us. And we need to really be in the moment and have some mindfulness of what you like. That is the basis of my coaching. That is the basis of everything I do is to tell you, to help you understand that what I say really doesn't matter. How I feel about things really doesn't matter. I just want to drag your awareness away from looking outside of yourself and looking inward to think about you and your own feelings. Like Marie Kondo, does this bring you joy? The thing that you're doing right now, does it bring you joy? Instead of an item, it's an activity. So I'd like to ask you to consider, to think about you. Stop looking outside of yourself at other people who are looking at other people to decide whether they like something. Look within. Do you have an activity that brings you joy? And I consider an activity that brings you joy something that you would do all by yourself. You would do alone. You would do it if people were watching you. You would do it if people were making fun of you. You would do it if people threatened you not to like it. That's important to note. Once you have discovered what that thing is, 
the thing that you want to continue talking about and that you will not shut up about, that you enjoy so much, it uplifts your spirit, it uplifts your heart, that you have to tell other people that, well, it doesn't matter if they're going to shame you or blame you or tell you that your idea or your activities for little kids is not appropriate for you and try and tear you down to change your feeling about the activity that you are doing. If you have absolute joy for it, then continue to do that. Radiate it. This is one of the core concepts that I she- I share with you so that you can make friendships. Because the joy the joy is is something that we just can't turn off. When we humans find joy, it we radiate it and we run towards it. We continue to recreate the joy that we feel. Just like fear, fear is the opposite. We run away from it. It's human nature to run away from fear and to run towards joy. We continue to seek pleasure and excitement and fun. We run away from those painful things. We dislike them. We don't want to have them. It's impossible to hide your joy. You are going to be miserable if you do. So that brings me to friendships. What does it have to do with friendships? Well, if you're around people who are constantly telling you that whatever brings you joy is not suitable, it doesn't bring them joy, they don't like it, then that is their problem. That is not your problem. It is only your problem if you believe that you must like what everybody else likes. You must be concerned with their feelings. You must make sure that they're comfortable. What happens to you though? What happens to your joy? Because you can't celebrate yourself and your excitement. You can't celebrate the activities that bring you joy, love, peace. Because somebody else doesn't like it. You are going to be miserable. You are not going to be closely connected to these people. What you will learn is that you should hide your feelings from them. And let me tell you, if you can't share the most joyous, fun, and exciting parts of your life with people that you're supposed to be friends with, your body, your mind will be conditioned not to share anything else. Guaranteed, not anything else. You just won't feel safe doing it. Your brain will be like, stop, 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 stop. Don't tell them about this painful thing that happened. Don't tell them about the breakup. Because imagine, I mean, they didn't like the thing that was fun for you. (laughs) What do you think they're going to do if they hear about something that already hurts you? They're probably going to hurt you even more. It's not going to feel good. Stop, stop, stop. Your brain and your body is going to stop you. And you're going to end up talking about them and about your experience to other people. Like me, I did that. I did that. I was conditioned I was actually one of those people, um, truth, truthfully, I was actually one of those people that would be like, oh, you're, you're expressing joy. <sighs> There's no joy here. I'm not happy. You're not happy. We're going to fix that real quick. You're not happy. You're not going to be happy unless I do something that makes you happy. That was my own programming. And uh, I'm comfortable with saying that out loud. I'm comfortable with sharing that with you because I know that's a process that we go through when we're so much in the dark and so used to people pleasing or trying to get people to care for us. We're trying to 
make sure that we're that source of ultimate joy for them. That's what I did as a people pleaser. I wanted to make sure that that was a source of ultimate joy because unconsciously I knew how powerful joy is. And if you have it without me, then I am nothing. I didn't want to be nothing. But this is where we get security. This is where we get secure friendships from. This is where we get deep, meaningful friendships is that we don't rely on others to support us. Not supportive but supply us with joy because that stuff self-manufactures. You got it in you. Everybody has it in them. We just have to be comfortable with knowing that we can create it with not looking outside of ourselves to other people thinking that they know how to make the joy. They know how to do the thing and I don't. So I better follow them. I better smile when they smile. I better wear the clothes they wear. I better eat the food that they I better do all the things that they do so that I fit in. Well, somebody told them that they need to do all the things too. When will you decide to do the joy thing for yourself? Well, I hope that it's now. I hope that it's today. I hope that you start recognizing what's important and special to you. What are your own feelings? Find them so that you can be yourself and live your truth. I'll be right back with the answer Reddit friendship advice question. Do you feel like you've outgrown your friends and want to find new ones? Do you want to talk about why your friends suddenly stopped trying to hang out with you? Are you facing a friendship breakup and you feel alone and you need some support? Well, I can help. My name's Coach Lee. I'm a friendship coach and I help people make lasting friendships. I'm currently running a new year, new you special. If you want to make a change in your friendships, but you don't know where to start, I've got you. This special is 60% off my regular 60-minute coaching sessions. That's more than half off of the regular coaching sessions. For 60 minutes, I ask that you bring an open mind and honesty to our conversation, and I will provide you with a safe space where you can share your feelings. You will be heard and validated. However, I want to let you know that this is not a venting session. I wouldn't be doing my job as a coach if I didn't provide you with the insight and empowerment that you were paying me for. This call is for you if you suddenly had a shift in your friendships and need help figuring out why. This call is for you if you feel uncomfortable talking to your friends right now about something that's happened in your friendship. This call is for you if you want to stop feeling like you're less than and build supportive, meaningful friendships. Go to PatternsOfPossibility.com to find that new year, new you special and book your call today. Better hurry because the offer ends on January 31st. Is it weird? I am nearly 40 and I have been split up from my long-term partner now for two years. We've known each other since we were teenagers and were dating for about 16 of those years. So in total, we've known each other for way over 20 years. And people think it's weird that we're still friends. But let me give you some context. The breakup was not pleasant. And I'm going to be honest, very emotional. But I'm not here to talk about the breakup itself. It's the situation we are now in. So he left me for another woman and he's still with her. Now, for the per first part of that year, he acted like I didn't exist and I was nowhere to be seen. I felt like I was dead to him. I can't recall how, but we ended up talking again, and obviously he kept it secret from his new lady. Now we talked about what happened between us, 
reminisced in the past, etc., and it got real deep. It was just nice to talk again. We came to realize as we spoke more that we're actually best friends. I want to be clear. I want to make it very clear. Not once or even attempted sort of any sort of moves on each other. Not once I've even attempted any sort of moves on each other. It's always been how friends met up. We talked about our jobs, our cars, funny TikTok or Facebook me- Facebook meme, the weather, or even had the biggest crap day. You know, stupid things. Now, he keeps it a secret from her because she wouldn't get it. She seems to be a strong believer of your ex is your enemy. But this is where the situation becomes strange. So I found out from day one, those two got together. She's been stalking me. She stalks all my social medias to the cont- to the extent of creating multiple fake accounts to engage with them. Even during that first year of him making me non-existent, she was constantly nagging him and asking him about me all the time. I don't understand why she's so mad and obsessed with me when he left me for her. I didn't do anything wrong. I have no interest in her. I've not even spoken to her or engaged in any sort of argument with her. She's just always sending me essays of text messages through social media that she hasn't blocked me from. Any knowledge I do have of her, I haven't asked for it. He's generally just told me just because of a question I might have asked, like, how was your day? She has now found out about me and him talking again. So shit has hit the fan, basically. Constantly arguing with each other and sending me messages saying it's weird that we're friends, etc. I get that she's upset that he lied to her. The fact is, she shouldn't have lied. He shouldn't have lied to her about it in the first place. That he should have accepted who his friends are, but she just doesn't. I don't know how to justify her moves, though. Because she secretly put listening devices on his phone and been listening to any conversation he may have had. She just put a GPS tracker on him. She continues to stalk me online, too. It doesn't seem to end, and personally to me, it feels like the relationship is toxic, but I'm going to put it under the stereotype of just being the, quote, bitter ex, so my opinion or feelings aren't going to matter regardless, when generally I am concerned for his welfare and mental state. Why am I concerned? Because I care about him. We are best friends. I don't really know why I'm asking Reddit. I just need to get this off my chest but I don't think it's weird that we're still friends. That's the end. I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) See, honestly, uh, the question was in the title. Is it weird? But is what weird specifically? Is it weird that you're friends? No, I don't think so. Based on this little bit of context that I have right here, it's not unusual that you a person who's known, a person that you've known almost as long as, you know, longer than you've not known him, you've known him for 20 years, and you were teenagers when you met, of course you'd still want to stay connected to them because there was something special and important about the relationship that you had that you still want them to be a part of your life. I don't think it's unusual. You say it's weird as in, looking for perhaps somebody else's judgment upon it, looking for validation that what you're doing isn't right for you. 
but it is if it feels right for you then heck yeah it sounds like what you're going through and what you're having here is normal stuff it's normal stuff you're used to it and you're comfortable with it by the tone of this letter it just seems like yeah the ex is the the ex left you for somebody you didn't say they cheated on you you didn't say that something else happened i don't know the details maybe you left some of those out for whatever reason because you didn't want to focus on that you said it was terribly emotionally painful though and perhaps you don't want to let go and that's understandable we do this all the time you've known them for 20 years over 20 years you'd want them to stay in your life you don't want that to be over over so it it makes sense that you would do what you could to so no it's not strange it's not strange it's not weird it is what it is it doesn't seem like you're asking for any advice you didn't ask for any advice you didn't say that you just want validation on what you're saying what you're doing what your behaviors are can somebody out here understand you and how things are just fine <laughs> as i said that i pictured the dog in the the meme with it, the coffee cup in the the kitchen that's on fire like everything's fine it's fine it seems like things are are not ideal for you because i think things be i think things would be ideal for you if this person wasn't your best friend but they were your romantic partner or at the very least if they were not your friend in private but i imagine the kind of conversations that you have with each other and they seem to be very emotionally draining because he's constantly talking about his frustrations with her to you that would make anybody insecure i think but you know the ex is already insecure i want to be careful not to look at these other people these characters i just want to look at the person who wrote this letter it's easy to try and figure out what other people are doing and triangulate and be like oh yeah the ex is probably this the 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 um the girlfriend is probably that um yeah 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 it's really easy to try and triangulate but that doesn't help anything it's important to understand what you are feeling in this situation because that's the only thing that matters because that's the only thing that you can change knowing how other people feel it's important but not as important about what you're tuning into if you have so much joy about bringing being around your friend this ex that you have the man the male if you have so much joy about being with this person then it seems like you're not letting like too much of the woman like in in uh the new ex or the new the ex the person he left you for doesn't seem like you're letting her feelings cloud too much of your feelings about him it seems like you were buddying up with him against her though creating some more emotional emotional intimacy creating a connection with him and that I'm sure can feel really great for you. You get to worry about him. You get to show and express concern and he gets to lean on you and be supported by you again. And you get to feel needed and you get to be like, well, you know, he's in my life. It's not weird that you're doing this. I wonder though, 
about your feelings? Did you ever get to talk about the breakup and how painful it was? Did you get to talk to him about it? Because one of the big things that I believe in close friendships and best friendships is that they're accountable for their feelings. They're accountable for their actions and how I feel about their actions. They're able to listen to it. He left you. It hurt you. He should be able to hear how much damage that has caused you. Has he done that? Or are you always there for him? Are you always listening to him? You're always taking care of him? Are you always putting your feelings aside? I wonder. Redditor, the person who wrote this, I really appreciate your candidness. Because I'm not that much older than you. I'm probably around the same age. And I've seen this and I've done this in my relationships. I have not had anything connected more than 20 years. I've not known anybody that long and been romantically interested in them. But only for a few years I've been connected to somebody. And when they left me, I was devastated. Even though I was treated horribly, I wasn't treated well. I thought that I needed to be with this person. I thought that if I was alone, I'd be nothing. And I can't help but to see myself in you. So no, I don't think it's weird. I just think it happens. What I would encourage you to do is spend some time away from him. Or at least try and talk to him about your feelings. Make it a priority to have your feelings heard and understood and not so much taking care of other people's feelings. I think that would bring you some new insight. And although it may be scary, you'll find yourself in a happier, more joyous place. And it won't be weird. I hope this helps. Best of luck to you, Redditor. I know that you didn't ask me to answer this question, but I did. And I hope that it helps you. Thanks so much for writing in. If you have a question that you would like to ask me, please email me at possibility at gmail.com or post your own friendship Reddit advice and tag me. I'm brilliant and resilient. You can find me, brilliant and resilient. Stop wasting time with people you don't like, you can't trust, and you're not interested in. Join the Patterns of Possibility Discord server and start making real, meaningful friendships. This 21-year-old and up community is dedicated to practicing real friendship-making skills. We provide a supportive, safe, and inclusive environment to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of our friendships. Here's just a few perks from joining our flourishing community. One, the best one, I think, is that you're going to get great tips on how to find friends, how to fight fair in friendships, and how to recover from these friendship breakups. I host weekly friendship events featuring real friendship issues and resolutions. It's almost like free group coaching. And this is a two-way conversation. You are going to share your experiences with other group members, and they will share their experiences with you. You want to be connected and practice these friendship-making skills. The whole purpose of the server is for you to come here, practice these wonderful friendship-making skills, and take them out into the real world, see what happens, and then come back to us in the server and talk about your successes and your failures, what you could do differently so that you can try again. Let's support each other so we can find real meaningful friendships. 
If you're interested, you can apply at my website, patternsofpossibility.com slash discord sign up. And I said apply because we appreciate quality over quantity. And we request that all newcomers go through a little screening process before they're allowed on the server. So if you're interested in joining a supportive, safe and inclusive environment that helps you make genuine lasting friendships, they need to check out the Patterns of Possibility Discord server. You can sign up at patternsofpossibility.com slash discord sign up. My name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. You can find me at PatternsOfPossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.